My Little Town. It's brought to you every Wednesday right about now by St. Luke's University Health Network, Monroe Campus. i got to thank President Seipel and everybody over there for helping me out with this show every Wednesday morning. They're online with a great website and a great app as well. They're online at sluhn.org. Well, the last time my guest was here, she was the president of the Monroe County NAACP. Now she's the president of the Monroe County NAACP and a Pike County commissioner. It's always great to see Krista Caceres. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Gary, and happy birthday to you. Thank you so much. You were tipped off. (laughs) Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. You're a Pike County commissioner. What is being discussed at the Pike County commissioner meetings these days? Oh, my goodness. Paying lots of bills. That's what what we And we cut lots of checks, That's what you do. Though, that right? exact that's a that's really the the big bulk of our job is to manage the county funds um to administrate funding um for the different projects we have our own uh, bridges and roads we take care of um and obviously all of the county agencies that we're responsible for children and youth the, you know the courts um we make sure that all those things are funded in our annual annual budget so it is very busy uh, in our office, especially on Wednesdays, every other Wednesday, we have our general public meeting where the public, the public is free to come in any Wednesday, but generally every other Wednesday. Where do you have these meetings? In Milford somewhere? In Milford in the administration building, mm-hmm. right on Broad Street mm-hmm, at but 11 a.m. This is the tax money that comes in and you divvy it up? Is that how it I works? I divvy it up. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's it's been very interesting. Um, there's a lot to learn and I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm able to offer my opinion among, you know, two very um, outstanding Gentlemen that care just as much as I do about the county and its and its well being, and so it's just good to be in a space where you're able to affect uh, change and you know do great things for folks. Um, and so it's been a blessing, and I'm proud to be a commissioner. You must have, it must be a very interesting time in your life right now that you've got a lot to learn, maybe, and you're listening to these guys, but you have a lot to give too. And and I guess sometimes you gotta. It's a time to listen or is it time to speak, right? It's both, right. It's yeah. knowing when, right? It's knowing when to listen. And I listen a lot and I ask a lot of questions probably, you know, to their dismay. But that's all, you know, that's what learning is all about. Right. I mean, you have to ask these questions. Like yesterday we were talking about uh, salary increases and I was like, well, do we go back and amend the budget? <laughs> because we're increasing these salaries. So these are these are different things that I'm learning. And um, I anticipate it's going to take me one of the four years to really get a full handle on everything. So. It's a lot. It's a lot. But what's, I enjoy it. What's on your agenda? You want a bus coming through? You want a hospital? What's what's going on? Well, right now, um, before I became, before I was sworn in, the work to bring the hospital to Pike County, which, and we are the only county without a hospital, um, or really an urgent care, we're in the process of opening two urgent care centers. One, I believe, will be opening up in the next uh, three to six months, and then the one following that will be probably somewhere in the fall or around the new year. Oh, that's a big deal. That is a huge deal, but... Um, the thing that we're most proud of is the work continues um, that started, you know, before I came on um, to create a mini hospital. Um, and we're waiting for the folks who are bringing this hospital to the area. There's going to be a partnership that will be announced. Um, it's a wonderful partnership. Oh. And we're just waiting for them to pick the facility, pick the location, I should say. We're waiting. It's almost like a game show. Like, where where are they going to build? Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what are they going to do? And are the residents going to be happy with that decision? So, yeah, there's do, a lot of work. Do people who get sick in Milford have to go to Port Jervis? They do. They, they do. do. They Absolutely. Gotta, you got to go over the river. It depends on where they are. For instance, if they're in Lehman, where I am, you know, they take them over to uh, Lehigh Valley or St. Luke's. If it's 
closer to that side. They go over to Port Jervis. If they're up towards Wayne, they go to Wayne Memorial. That's a little uh, precarious when it comes to an emergency. I, I, I agree, it's a but I, far to go. Isn't I it? agree, but I'll, I will tell you, we actually went to um, Delaware Township Volunteer Fire Company and EMS. Um, I'm sorry, EMS, not fire company, EMS. And they gave us a beautiful demonstration, showed us how they sustain these patients from the time that they show up. And the time has been reduced because of the funding the county's been able to provide them, matching dollars to ensure that they're trained properly and they're adequately funded. Uh, and because of those things, they've cut response time down to, I want to say, eight minutes, 15 minutes sometimes, oh, where before that, it would take them 20 minutes to get the call at their house. They get dressed. Minutes go to the place, put on their stuff, and then go to get the people. They showed us how they're able to administer CPR. They have a special machine that administers CPR automatically so that they could, you know, introduce drugs if they need to and different right? things. Oh, it's incredible the things that they're able to what, do. Automatic CPR. Automatic CPR. I, I, I wouldn't have believed it <laughs> if I hadn't seen it, but it's a machine that you put to both sides of your chest and it clicks and you push the button and it It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, they are saving lives. And what they said was they're so proud that usually by the time they pick these folks up, depending upon what is the issue, by the time they get to the hospital, they're stable. I think that's incredible. And I take my hat off to them. Why did you want to become a Pike County Commissioner? I wanted to become a Pike County Commissioner because I believe that spaces are open for all interested parties. And (laughs) one of the things that being a commissioner does is it drives the direction of a county um, in an administrative fashion. And I think that the voice of a woman, first of all, had been lacking in that office for almost 30 years. I'm a wife and a mother. And I felt that, you know, that particular voice or particular outlook was missing. And certainly being a woman of color, um, that voice or just a person of color, that voice had not been really introduced to the county. As a matter of fact, what I've been told is that there's been no row office elected official that's been of color in the history of Pike County, and Pike County's been in existence since 1814. 1814. Well, good for you. I mean, I'm so happy for you. Thank That's you. Great. Let's turn to the NAACP. You are the president, but you're not, I'm hearing things. You're not going to run for re-election. <laughs> Can you confirm or deny? The rumors are true. This will well, be my, that? Well, I've given, I've given, it will be five years at the end of this year. I've given five great years um, to to the association and my heart, it's bittersweet for me. Trust me, it's not, it was not an easy decision, but with this new path and with this new road, I just listened to God and God just said, it's done. It's enough. And you've, you know, you've, you've done great things and I'm proud of all of the things we've achieved and will continue to achieve throughout the rest of this year. Please don't forget that our, Black Tie Gala is coming up uh, Saturday, October 26th. <laughs> well, that's going to be a sellout. Yes, sir. We're, we're very fortunate um, to be able to have all of our events be sold out because I think, again, the community has come to recognize the NAACP as a home for conversation, a home for education, sometimes a home for agitation. But that's our job. Our mm-hmm. job is to stir the pot when necessary to bring attention to issues that we believe that the entire community should pay attention to. And so we're well-respected. We're well-regarded. 
And I think it's wonderful. And I look forward to seeing what the next person will do and bring. You, you just had a prayer luncheon, was it, last week? Yes, we did. That our, must be our, very inspiring for you. It's so wonderful because I, I listen, I'm a churchgoer. Shout out to Bishop Kenneth Pierman, uh, my pastor at Reaching Out for Jesus Christian Center. Um, I love it. And so anytime that I'm able to introduce um, spiritual, you know, fitness um, to what we're doing. And historically, the black church and NAACP have always been synonymous. So it, it's it's a natural thing. This past Saturday was so incredible because our theme was the art of worship. And we were able to acknowledge, you know, three people in the community who bring artistic um, excellence. Um, and so it was just a wonderful, it was just a beautiful day. And just to see all of our friends, all of the elected officials, yeah. you know, members, everybody enjoying the day and celebrating these three folks, it's always good. And of course, the proceeds or a portion of the proceeds do benefit our annual scholarship fund. Whom did you honor? Did, 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 yeah. Did you go ahead and tell me about yep. these people. So Deidre Sears, who is the Who's founder, that? she's the founder and artistic director of Elevate Dance Theater. It is a, um, a dance theater company here in the area. I believe she's been here for about 10 years, um, primarily teaching beautiful, beautiful young ladies of color and beautiful males. Certainly it's open to anyone, right, of any ethnicity. But, you know, she felt it was important for young women and men of color to be able to express themselves through dance and to see themselves in those spaces. Cool. And, I, and I just love her. How cool is that? Yep. Next person is Brandon Hanks. Incredible. Yeah, he's been on the show. Oh my gosh, is that man incredible? Yeah. I mean, the gift that God has given these people. I'm so envious. I wish I could do the things that they do. But um, he's the artistic director and founder of Rebel Stages and also um, the School of Visual and Performing Arts here in the Poconos. And so he brings joy to all of us um, through his artistic endeavors, musicals, straight plays, all types of things. I mean, this man is is just a gift to us. Um, and I wanted to make sure that he and Deidre and also Mr. Clavertis Miller, who has his own fine arts gallery here in the Poconos um, for quite a while, and he's also a digital photographer. I wanted to make sure that folks understood that there's a richness um, and a depth to us as a people, and these are three outstanding individuals who I call their quiet heroes. They're quiet, you know, quiet um, examples of excellence. And so I was just happy to be able to uh, to to shine a light on them for that day Great. for the community to celebrate. Have you uh, picked a honoree yet for your? dinner later on in the year? We do, we do, do have, we perhaps do. not want to disclose it at this early We won't date? disclose it now, Gary, but if you have me back, uh, I will. We do have, right. we have four. Oh. <laughs> Tell me about the NAACP scholarship program, because that's terrific. It is. Now, how does it this is. work? So how it, how it essentially works is we do have sponsorships for our events. So um, thank you to St. Luke's, who has always um, stood by us, Camelback Resorts, Lehigh Valley Hospital Network, Pocono um, Mountain Visitors Bureau. I could go on and on. There are fantastic um, community partners who have just linked arms with us year in and year out since I've been president and just said, you know, we, we believe in what you're doing. Um, as an organization, and we want to do this. So, they some of their some of their funding underwrites um, what happens in terms of programs and events, and then um, the other piece goes to our scholarship fund. And so, this year, we are proud to say we are going to be giving out five $1,000 scholarships to deserving students throughout Monroe County. And that is open to any high school student in a public high school um, in any of the school districts in, in, um, in the county. Yeah, it's, so it's open to high school students. Correct. So these are, these are seniors. seniors. These are seniors who have 
um, who have already chosen their school, know where they're going, um, and and hopefully know what their major in. I remember when I started, I started out one way and ended up a different way with my major. But uh, yeah, so there's a 2.5 GPA, an essay, you know, all that kind of stuff in interview. And I think this year a video is required of them as well. So yeah, and we select the children and... We so, just, it's good to encourage them. So how, how does a student find out more about that on your Facebook page? The uh, yeah. Monroe County NAACP Facebook page is a link. That is correct. The, there's a the link, there's a link to the application and I believe the applications must be received on or before April 2nd. So you got a little that's more time. Coming, that's going to be here before you know it. That's right. Where'd you grow up again? In Queens or Brooklyn or Bronx? Or? Bo- born in Cincinnati, Ohio. You're raised born there. In born in the natty. That's right. <laughs> is that born in the natty. Yep. Natty. That's what they call it. Yep. Go right. Reds, I guess. <laughs> uh, and uh, raised in the DMV. So I graduated from high school at Ellington School of the Arts. I was a musical theater major. Jazz hands. Remember I always say jazz hands. Um, went to Howard University for a couple of years and dropped out and then went... Um, Howard's in D.C., right? Ah, uh, HBCU. Howard U, the real H.U. That's yep, right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then I moved to New York City at, at, at 27 to pursue Broadway. Didn't quite work out. And uh, the rest is history. Right. I think that's <laughs> super cool. Why did you come out to the Poconos? Um, my husband and I wanted lo- uh, lawn to mow. We wanted we wanted grass to cut. Uh, we wanted a backyard. I love we wanted, how you yeah, say that. Yeah, we wanted we, a lawn to mow. We wanted a lawn to mow. And um, as I <laughs> as I say all the time, when we drove out here the first day when we were meeting our realtor. Uh, we looked at the beautiful, beautiful um, scenery and all the gorgeous trees and the mountains, and we were coming across the bridge, and we were just like, "This is it! Like this mm-hmm. is this is incredible!" And and we still feel the same way. I, I hear it again and again from so many folks who came out from yeah, New York and New Jersey. It's outstanding. How involved with the end will the, will your chapter, the NAACP, get involved with politics this year? Will you be doing any voter drives and? Getting people to vote. Always, Gary, always. Um, We do have a political action committee. I was the chair of that committee, but I've stepped aside, obviously, due to, you know, my new role. Um, So we hopefully will have um, forums, candidate forums like we did um, in the previous year. We will certainly have voter engagement and voter um, registration drives at at different public events like Stroud Fest, Procono Pride Fest, you know, all those all those types of things. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Governor Shapiro last year appointed you chair of the State Citizen Law Enforcement and Review Commission. What's that all about, Chris? Uh, What an honor and what a surprise. Um, Absolutely. So um, I've been an advocate locally in the area um, talking about different high profile cases, namely the one involving Christian Hall. um, And I have just called for common sense reform of law enforcement, not defunding, um, because I'm not a fan of defunding. I am a fan of detoxifying. And so you do that by creating systems and policies that will weed out these folks that have successfully, unfortunately, unfortunately been able to um, exist in these different spaces across the country. I do think that generally speaking, all of the state um, run law enforcement agencies such as po- uh, excuse me such as Pennsylvania State Police and the Capitol Police and um, the Department of Corrections um, and other folks like that. I think they do outstanding work, and I take my hat off to them. But we've been charged under Clear is to review prior cases um, that are about two years old and just make sure that all of the procedures and policies were followed properly. If we determine that that's the case, if there's a recommendation based on that particular case, we may 
make that recommendation to that particular uh, agency, be it PA State Police or whomever um, that we're reviewing. And uh, it's been wonderful. We had a 40-hour week of training with Pennsylvania State Police a couple of weeks ago. So I went to Harrisburg um, or Hershey for a full week. Um, we got uh, use of force training. We got to do the simulated training. We got um, the 40 hours of classroom training. And we <laughs> learned a lot. We learned a lot. And it was eye-opening, I will tell you. I, I walked in one way and kind of walked out another thinking like, wow, you know, I guess it's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback. But when you when you learn from their perspective and when you think about um, all the neurological things that take place when you're in that high-stress situation, um, it doesn't necessarily mean the outcome is still, you know, always warranted or wanted or welcome. But I learned a little bit. So it how, was do you, how do you have any free time? You're, you're so, <laughs> what do you do? You're always been, honey, I no, no dinner tonight. I'm busy. I'm very fortunate. I'm very fortunate to have a husband and son that support on um, what I do. But that's another, that's another large reason why <laughs> I'm stepping down from NAACP, because I want to give my family more time. My son's right. a baseball player and. You know, I have a husband, and how, how old is your son now? My son, my son will be fifteen uh, in April. Was he a pitcher, or a position player? What lefty does he do? pitcher. He is also he does first pitcher? base and outfield. Is he He's good? incredible. Is he He's good? incredible. Is I keep right? trying to push him on to East Stroudsburg University. I'm like President yeah. Long. He's gonna be ready for you in a couple of years. They just had a young man <laughs> who got signed by the Oakland A's. I think, I think it was. Like, I heard, yeah, yeah. That, that or Seattle. I forget now, but yeah, I heard that I um, some some players come out of East Stroudsburg yeah. University. Oh, yeah. So I'm pushing my son that way, like go over there. Let me ask you this, and I've asked you this in the past. You have a complaint form on the Monroe County mm-hmm. NAACP website. Mm-hmm. What's Are you still receiving complaints? Would I be surprised to hear what sort of complaints that you know people are? No, maybe, not at all. We what's got, going what, on? We on got that? one. Well, we got one um, this past week with allegations of police brutality. Now, these are not cases that I investigate personally. I will speak to people um, and hear what it is they want to share. But the way it works is we cannot move forward to investigate anything unless they unless they complete that online complaint form. So once that's received, myself and the chair of the legal redress committee. We both receive it at the same time. Um, we, we do have a committee of amazing um, attorneys in the area who volunteer their time and are also members of our association, as well as some members of law enforcement. They review these cases and make a determination as to whether or not it's actionable. Um, and if it's not, we let them know with a, in a respectful way. We say, you know, thank you very much. But based on, you know, based on what we've learned or what we've been able to determine, it's not actionable on our part. We cannot serve as attorneys. Right. Um, but you we, can connect constituents with, with attorneys? Is that what you do? We not don't really? refer. Can't do no, we, we really, because if something goes wrong, now we've been the one to kind of uh, refer them. And so what we like to do is refer them to the Bar Association. And in most cases, they're able to find, you know, competent and qualified attorneys through them. Or we obviously can refer them to AVV, AVVO.com and let them do their own research. But yeah, yeah. the committee the, the committee reviews everything and makes a determination and... Uh, yeah, we've got we've got one that we'll be working on, not necessarily a discrimination complaint, but it's something a little tricky that I'll I'll share with you in in a few weeks when we when we have a resolution to announce. Krista, what is AstroDoc? And there's a webinar tomorrow with this. What what is it? Because I think I saw it on the Yeah, this is actually something incredible that I I cannot take credit for. Our first vice president, Dr. Nancy Monestine-Williams, this is her baby. Um, Apparently, it is a new type of health provider where you pay as little as $15 per month, and it includes your children. It's almost—it's 
I want to say it's a teledoc service, but there are more features to it. Um, and so I encourage folks, if they're not signed up, the link is on our Facebook page. That's at MCNAACP, or you can search, obviously, Monroe County and NAACP on the Facebook. And um, there's an event for the AstroDoc tomorrow night. There is a link for you to register, and you will get all the information, and I'm sure information where to sign up for it. But listen, as expensive as health insurance is these days, just the fact that you can get prescriptions potentially for probably, you know, basic things covered um, for $15 for yourself and your children. It's it's incredible. This is a health insurance program. It's some type of program. I don't want to say health insurance because I'm not. Say yeah, but it's some type of health provider space where you pay this money and then you are able to engage with physicians, licensed, registered physicians in the state of Pennsylvania uh, and receive prescriptions for some type of medications. Yeah. Now, I'm sure for some other ones, they may say, OK, you, you probably need to go to a specialist. But I'm assuming for basic level things like potentially um uh, what's that stuff you get when you have uh, bacterial infections? Headache. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what's the thing you take that you're not supposed to take too much of? Antibiotics. Thank you. Ding. <laughs> I got to get the right answer. Da, da, da. I have yes. it somewhere. Yeah. So things like that, I'm sure they're able to prescribe. So yeah, tomorrow night at I believe eight o'clock. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Let's go. All right, we got it right. Oh, there we go. Ding, ding. Hanging out with Krista Caceres this morning, <laughs> the terrific. Krista Caceres will take a quick break and come back. This is POCO 103, My Little Town, brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network, Monroe Campus. EF Pop. slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you. <laughs> Hanging out here with Krista Caceres, My Little Town, brought to you every Wednesday at 7 o'clock by uh, <laughs> St. Luke's University Health Network, Monroe Campus. The esteemed president, Don Seipel, will be here next Wednesday at 7 a.m. Crystal, listen to this. Now, I, I'm a Facebook fan of yours, and I read what you post on Facebook. What's so bad about this? Let's listen. Okay. Let's okay. listen to this. I think this is red hot. I like this a lot. Come on. Hey. Come on, Chris. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Now, you're not a fan of Beyonce singing country music. Is that what it's all about? Listen, I, I, she's an incredible person. Oh, God. She's an incredible person, an incredible talent. I just, it was my my unpopular opinion. I didn't I didn't feel like hearing it. I just, I don't, I, enough. Enough Grammys, right? Enough. It's just, ah, oh, Gary. Sorry, I'll turn it off. I, I get a kick out of it. It's just not for you. <laughs> not at all. Not Beyonce at all. doing Texas Hold'em. I think it's going to be a big hit. I, of course really it will. Don't. You know the industry. <laughs> whether whether we want it to or not, it's going to be number one. <laughs> well, she's red hot. I got to see her. I've never seen her. Yeah, I've I have I've seen Prince either. three times. I've seen a ton of, I mean, uh, Prince I've seen and Bruno Mars. Have you seen Bruno Mars? I have not, but what a talent. Oh, my God. I would love to I, see him he, live. You can't get him out of Vegas now. I guess he's making Can so much. Can you blame him? The Vegas <laughs> money? He's oh making my so God. much money over there. Yeah. But what a, I was fortunate to see Prince as well. Yeah. God, yeah. I saw him at Radio City years ago. That was, was a Purple just, Rain tour. I was just blown away. Oh, my gosh. Krista, when you hear former President Trump say wow. that black Americans embraced his mugshot <laughs> more than anyone else, what goes through your mind when you hear this stuff? There's no end to his ignorance, literally. Like, there's no end uh, to his disrespect of black people. Um, and... You know, there's no defending it. And quite frankly, I'm not going to waste another second on the guy. <laughs> All right. Well, that kills my next two, two, two you, questions. You, no, if you well, have a question, I'll address it. I just. Well, let me ask you this. Are, are you a fan of President Biden? I wouldn't. I, I respect. I respect his long career. 
uh, in Washington, and I think he's doing a good job. Um, could he be doing a better job? Of course. I don't think any president is perfect, nor should we expect any president to be perfect. Um, but when you come into a situation that he walked into and you're able to stabilize the country in a way that he is able to do through his administration— I don't I don't really see the argument. I get politics. Trust me. I'm in it. I get it. Um, but I just feel like the most important thing to me is, is that young people recognize that it's important that they participate whichever way they vote. And when it comes to politics, you're either the head or the tail. There's no other choice. Huh. And so not voting is never the option or angry voting um, is not the option. You have an opportunity with that one vote to really change the direction of this country or change the the direction of your locality, as in my race, um, or change the direction of your state. And you have a duty. It's not something to play with, especially this year. It's not something to play with. Do you aspire to run for higher office? I do not, Gary. I'm surprised to hear that. Why are you surprised? Because you, you love it. You, I, you I love, love serving I the love public. Serving you the love public. That is people. true. That is true. And I did it for 25 years without a salary, and I would do it for 25 more without a salary. Um, so if God says that's your next step, I'll take it. But right now, no. I just I'm I'm very honored and happy to be doing this. As you know, with the commissioner's race, I didn't. Step in right away. I stepped in toward the end because of a situation. The the, the candidate that was on the ballot withdrew, and uh, God said, "This is the time." But yeah, no, I, I I'm happy doing what I'm doing. <laughs> do you sing in the choir at church? I do not sing in the choir, but I sing in my pew. Did you sing when you were a kid growing up? Did I you? did indeed. You sang in the church. Choir. Oh my gosh, I sang in the church choir. I also sang, I, you know, as you know, um, in performing arts, lots of musicals, Dreamgirls, you know, all those shows. You were one. You were in one of my favorite movies of all time, but I don't think you love talking about it. I'll talk about it now. I'm a little more comfortable now. This is the thirty fifth, thirty fifth anniversary this year. You keep in touch with Spike. You know, interestingly enough, he is doing. Um, he's having a, a new book commissioned to to to. Um, to celebrate the 35th anniversary. And I did an interview with a gentleman, the author I think lives in the UK. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. And so hopefully, I'm hoping he'll do something this year so I could go, you know, reunite with Sam Jackson and all the other wonderful guys that are still living. Um, May all the ones who have passed away rest in peace. Like Danny Aiello, man, what a, what a, he, he's no longer with us, is No, he? what a giant, though. Gentle giant. He was just such a and lo- he, lovely he man. he owned the pizza place? He, see, he was Sal. Yeah, he owned he the pizza Sal. place. Yeah. I mean, Spike is just crazy. I I love all of his movies. Gifted. No, he's incredibly gifted. He's incredibly gifted. Yep, do the right thing. Those were the days. (laughs) Krista is billed, I'm going to say, she's billed as Krista Rivers. That's right. And do the right thing. That's my maiden name. That's your maiden name? Mm -hmm. I thought it was your stage name. No, maiden name. It's your maiden name. Yeah, Caceres is my husband's name. But you had a lot of fun shooting that movie. I did. I was 17. You were only 17? I was only 17. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Blessed. It's crazy. I, like, I watch it and I go, I think that's Krista. <laughs> like, yeah, that is Krista. That's <laughs> really is Krista. Hey, it's 7.33. You got your script. I want you to do this this morning, all right? All right. All right hold on. We need the music. All right, go ahead, Chris. Hey, let's do this. Pick up that phone right now and call the POCO phone at 570-781-POCO. 570-781-POCO. 
Caller 9 wins a stack of Lucky Leprechaun scratch-off tickets from the Pennsylvania Lottery with a top prize of $100,000. You must be at least 18. This game is for older Pennsylvanians. Nothing wrong with that. That's right. And please, play responsibly. 570-781-POCO, 570-781-POCO, and good luck.